Thank you for tuning in to a special episode of Brewing Faith. Today, I'm recording from the confines of my home, and I imagine most of you are listening from yours. I hope that you are safe and healthy. If you are not, I pray for your speedy recovery. I've spent a good deal of time thinking about our world and the impacts COVID-19 is having on all of us. It is not often that something affects the entire world and that we can literally say with certainty, we're all in this together. I'm going to share some of my reflections with you and invite you into prayer. So as always, because now more than ever, we need some normalcy in our lives. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, whatever you like to brew, and join me for Brewing Faith. I watch a lot of dystopian films and television shows, plots that revolve around apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic themes, stories of fallen societies. Maybe it was a flu, maybe it was zombies. Either way, society has changed forever and everyone is left thinking, now what? I was asked recently about my obsession with watching The Walking Dead. To those who have never watched it, I can see how the perception is that it's just one more zombie show with guts and gore. But to me, it's a story of resilience, community, rebuilding, and fighting against evil and corrupt systems. Sometimes it takes a crisis to realize what's important and what we value. What I've come to realize in the past week that I've been socially distancing and basically existing solely out of my home is that human connections are really important. I always told myself I would do better in a flu-induced apocalypse because when it's zombies, at some point you have to run. And well, that would not end well for me. But I'll tell you something. At least if it was zombies, I could be in community with other people. And so those zombies aren't looking so bad these days. I'm one of the lucky ones. I live in community with a friend. I have someone to share my meals with and say good morning and good night to. But there are some of you out there who live alone. And to you, I say, we are thinking of you and support you in any way we can. Virtual happy hour is really taking off. I had one last week and it was really good for my spirit. I suggest trying it. Whether you live alone or not, variety is good. There is something else on my heart these days. However, something deeper that carries great sadness with it. Holy Week services have been canceled. The highest holy days we have in the Christian tradition, and we cannot be in community for them. 
It got me thinking about the way of the cross. We are resurrection people. Even when we celebrate Good Friday, which can be very emotional and moving, we know that in a little over 24 hours, we will be celebrating resurrection. We are resurrection people. But John, Mary, the mother of Jesus, her sister, Mary, wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene, they didn't know that. To them, the son, the friend, the man they loved was gone. Today, we find ourselves in a Good Friday moment. We are in the waiting. We don't know what is coming next, but we are assured by our faith that God is somehow holding each of us up and supporting us during these difficult times. And sometimes that is made manifest in the good works and intentions of people in our lives. If this is our Good Friday moment, can we reflect on who is on the path? We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. Station 4. Jesus meets his mother. Where are the mothers? Sitting at kitchen tables, working through equations to help their children understand. Frustrated by new math. Making dinner in one hand and flipping vocabulary flashcards in the other. Where are the mothers? Who are fathers too? making sacrifices to entertain their kids during the day by moving their telecommuting hours to the evening once the little ones have gone to bed. Where are the parents who are holding the pain of their seniors who won't get to go to prom or walk the field to pomp and circumstance? Where are the mothers isolated in nursing homes, unable to visit their children and grandchildren. We pray for the mothers, the fathers, the grandparents, for all those supporting their kids, holding their own pain, and finding ways to keep their families going. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. The fifth station, Simon of Cyrene carries the cross. Where are those carrying the burdens of others? The grocery store workers, the pharmacists, the gas station attendants, the quiet ones bringing groceries to elderly neighbors, those keeping healthcare facilities sanitized, and everyone reaching out by phone, email, a letter to support loved ones. We pray for the helpers, those doing the little things 
and for those on the front lines saving lives and risking their own. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. The Sixth Station Veronica Wipes the Face of Jesus To all those caring compassionately for the sick, to those risking their lives to protect others, first responders, those on the front lines, social distancing from their own family members, to work to save others, nurses, doctors, all healthcare professionals, ones most of us have never heard of before, who are also on the front lines, protecting, doing no harm. We pray for those who are physically caring for the most vulnerable, forced to make life and death decisions due to lack of life-saving equipment, missing their families to save ours. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. The Eighth Station Jesus meets the weeping women of Jerusalem. To all those who mourn, those who have lost loved ones and patients, those who are waiting to hear updates on their sick loved ones, to all those who have lost their jobs, not knowing how to put food on the table and worrying about the future. We pray for those living in uncertainty, saddened by circumstances that are out of their control, and for those who mourn. We are resurrection people. This is our Good Friday moment. But if we are truly people of faith, we hold on to the hope of a new tomorrow. We may have to wait longer than 24 hours for our Mary Magdalene to announce he has risen. But we must hold out faith that that day will come. And when it does, we will roll the stones away from our front doors, embrace the sunlight, share meals with friends, shop at local stores, hug and kiss each other once again. We are resurrection people. Thank you for tuning in to this special edition of Brewing Faith. Remember, the future is bright, if we bring the light.